Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT Cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT Cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. I just, Hi, everyone. I just confronted Laura about something. <laughs> I've There have been now two times in core where I've like, people have been doing like, challenge prompts where they like challenge friends to like list things of gratitude or like like on twitter last night someone challenged me like list five perfect things that I, films that i think are perfect and then challenge five friends to do the same i've now done <laughs> tag laura twice and she's never done it no one did it the first time only one of my friends that i li- that i asked to do it did it which was really nice and <laughs> and no one else did it and last night I did it again, and none of them have, have taken up my challenge. 
I have you to and four be, other people. I have to be quite honest with you. I hate social media challenges, but I love I love that you do them, and I don't like I don't judge people that do them, and I like to be like tagged in them because I love to feel included. Yeah, you you want to feel included, but then you don't want to do I it. I won't. I won't do it. So. But maybe I'll keep, someday, I'll keep, tagging you. keep tagging me. Maybe someday I'll rise to the challenge. I obviously I'm not gonna say never because I like yeah. to leave option like windows open for opportunities. But I like, just love that I've that no. <laughs> I love that I I did like a soup. This was like the first weekend of quarantine, so I was like really like you did a really it was like viral. an earnest challenge. What was the yeah, challenge? It was like, <laughs> It was like list five things you can you can accomplish in quarantine. This was back when we thought quarantine would oh be like God, two yeah. weeks. No, I was like, I'm not playing this game. This was back when I literally thought we would be out in two weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, gonna re- try to read a book, <laughs> right every right every day, check in with friends and family, stay on top of my recovery, which I am doing. But yeah, you're doing great. But like, but I tagged I tagged you and I tagged my two best friends from childhood. <laughs> I tagged did my boy. Simon did it. And I tagged. No, he didn't. <laughs> Renee, our friend Renee, our me and Laura's mutual friend Renee. She's the only one that will rise to your challenges. She did a she did a she did a good one. But every, no one that. else did it. <laughs> no one is down to be challenged right now. I relate. Someone else tagged me in like a dog challenge. It's a really good friend of mine, but I was like, I won't. I much like people don't respond to like te- threats of terrorism. I don't respond to challenges. But I'm just gonna keep doing it. Keep, please keep doing it. I like to be in the know and feel challenged, but I also like to choose not to rise to the challenge. It's very well, metaphorical. Well, I, I joke a lot on. I joke a lot on on Twitter. <laughs> I do this thing. I. <laughs> I've done something that no one's ever done before, and I make well, jokes on but Twitter. Sometimes, sometimes I like to like shake it up and be a little earnest. I love when you get earnest. I love a challenge. Five perfect, five films. perfect films. Five friends. <laughs> Do you want to know what my films were? Yeah, I saw them, and I was into <laughs> your films. My films that I think are perfect are. Children of Men, The Birdcage, Rosemary's Baby, Terminator 2, and Private Benjamin. All those are perfect. They are. Private Benjamin's fucking great. It's so good. Goldie is the queen. I love anything like a, a comedy about like an unsuspecting person like joining the army and then like being trolled by their decision, but then ultimately then- succeeding. It's being like, like that, a great soldier. Yeah, like Polly Shore, that Polly Shore movie in the army now was one of my faves. Oh my god, Polly Shore. Remember Biodome? I'll never forget. Polly Shore Bio- was so fucking hot to me. He was my first crush. He was cute. He did this movie called He did a parody of the Blair Witch Project that was funny. Oh, really? I'll bet that was funny. Mm-hmm. Oh my god. Do you know the real story of the Biosphere project? No. Someone should do a movie about this. Um, the 
it was okay so they were trying to simulate like living on another planet or something so they they built this like huge facility out in like the desert of arizona let me get this fact straight because this was freaky i read i watched the whole video about it and i was like i couldn't believe it basically they started something was in the so it was like they lived it for a year and they 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 created their own atmosphere in this facility and they wanted to simulate like being away from earth. So they created like the completely sealed off from the world and they created their own oxygen, like atmosphere. Cool. They were breathing their own and they were creating their own plants, but something happened like something they were growing or like the water or something like in it got into the oxygen or there was too much oxygen be- being pumped in. And they all went insane and they like, they like, it was like the movie High Rise. They like staged like they had like two opposing groups and they were like attacking each other. Oh my god, cool. Yeah. And so they had to like cancel the experiment because people they were all going insane. And I think someone got like really sick and died. You should write that movie. I know. I'd watch it. I'd buy but it. I also think I have to look into this and I'll I'll talk about it more next time. But I also think Steve Bannon was somehow involved in it. <laughs> I'm sure just, he was. Right. Sorry, what were you going to say? No, my new obsession or this week's obsession is the Hoya Forest. Hoya Baku, the creepiest forest in Transylvania. Oh my god, what? It's like a forest where trees grow in like curvature patterns that scientists can't understand why the trees grow the way they do. And it's Weird. like haunted. People have reported hearing like screams and laughter in the forest. And then, yeah, and then it all in the middle of it is a clearing where nothing, where no trees grow inexplicably, Whoa. and it's like supposedly a portal to hell, I guess, or to somewhere. Dracula, his Vlad, Vlad the Impaler's like compound is right near there. I think. Amazing. Do you know about Stoll, Kansas? No. The graveyard. Mm-mm. there's a cemetery in kansas that the legend has it that it's like one of the places where the devil appears on earth and Ooh. the allegedly one of pope john paul in like the 70s 70s or 80s was flying over the united states to go to la i think and he the plane he had the plane divert around this area of kansas because it's like he i don't yeah i guess they it's some kind of like unholy spot Damn. I love an unholy spot. Right? I love it being in Kansas. Yeah. The Great Plains are really freaky as someone that grew up in in the Great Plains. Well, it's like a pioneer feeling. Mm-hmm. Pioneer, Trail of Tears. I think there's lots of bloodshed. Um, it's sort of like lost in time and cursed. Dust Bowl energy. Yeah. It's also very unscenic. Just like flat. Was your town haunted? No, there were not really any. Like, there was like one haunted hotel that sometimes you girls in my grade would have like birthday parties at, but there was no, or there were no like other haunted spots. That I Simon and I, Simon and I drove to Aspen two years ago and. On our way back, we stopped. We went to Sedona for the night, which was so cool and like weird. We woke up at sunrise and we could feel like the energy. It was crazy. 
Sedona is like land of the vortex. I like really am ready to go on a full Sedona journey. Let's do it. Let's do it. I would fully go to Sedona. I love like weird energy vortexes. That's it also why I just went to like... Shasta in oh, right. November. It also just smells like campfire there and it's so mm. cool. But um, we on our way back to L.A., we stopped in Jerome, Arizona. And there's a hotel there. It's like a haunted hotel. It's like this city that's it was like an old mining town and it's like built on in the mountain. So it's like up. And when you go up, it's so it's like a, it's like almost like like Montepunziano, like where the Judases, the Judice, you know, Gorgas are from. Yeah. All the streets are like windy, hilly, like really. It's like almost being in Europe and like a weird like and it's built into the, it's this sleepy little town. Cool. And there's a ghost town that you can go into. It's like really weird. Oh, I love that. Yeah. Arizona ha- also feels haunted to me. Also like aliens. Mm-hmm. 100%. I'm like totally. Totally. Um, totally. Also, I, speaking of candles. Um, <laughs> tell me. Don't, don't know where I came from that. So four weeks ago, I just need to tell you this because I know oh. you'll... <laughs> appreciate this four weeks ago i ordered a mallon and goats neroli scented candle which is my flavor or my scent i don't i eat the candles (laughs) it's my i like i love that that makes me so happy that scent Mm -hmm. and i swear to god i ordered a regular size and you know this was like a week or two into quarantine so where did you order it from just off Amazon. Oh, okay. Because um, I was I was hoping there'd be like cheaper deals on Amazon. That might have been your first mistake because there are some there are candles available on Amazon, but they don't necessarily. You're not going to find any candles cheaper on Amazon. Yeah, and especially when you get into like kind of the higher end candles, they actually might end up being more expensive, or it's kind of unclear what you're buying. Just go. I have to just go through the site. I would go through Candle Delirium, quite honestly, because you can get uh, they're running a fifteen percent off deal right now on everything. I love, I love Candle Delirium, and then you're also supporting a small biz, so and local. So I know that's like my favorite place in WeHo. I know I've ordered a bunch of candles from there, and then I got my mom an Easter candle from there. Oh. Anyway. So I'm order it. I'm so excited. I need like a, I need it. I need that journey in my life right now. And I'm just waiting. It's not like it says it shipped out two and a half weeks ago. And I'm like, damn, like this, like this is taking a really long time. And I'm just building it up in my head every day. <laughs> like I get a pack. I'm like in the Music Man. Like oh ho, the Wells Fargo wagon is a coming oh, down. Man, I don't know why I can never wait to see. It could be something for someone who is no relation, or it could be for me. Um, <laughs> but no, it doesn't come. Every day I go down and with my fucking mask on to the lobby of my building, and I get check the mail, and it's not fucking there. And then yesterday I go down, and there's this teeny tiny <laughs> package for me, <laughs> and I like shake it, and I'm like, hmm, you know, I was expecting. At this point, I built up in my head to be the size of like a witch cauldron. 
that could like throw like a full animal into like yeah. that could fit like a deer. And so I'm like shaking it and then I bring it up stairs and I open the package and it's literally Laura. It's the size of like it's a thimble. It's a thimble. It's, it's a, a tea. It's a version. tea light. Yeah, it's a fucking tea light. It lasts for maybe four hours. And so I literally I was crying. I was laughing so hard for like five minutes and then I lit it. <laughs> Did it. How was the throw? Was it a good throw? Mm hmm. And it was a great scent. Oh, yeah. It's citrus. It's like a little pepper, smoky, citrus, tobacco-y. I love that. I hate that it was not the size of your dreams. No, I was so upset. And I was like, this is a troll. That is a troll. That's the a small core candles, troll. They're good. Like, I mean, they're fine. But I really think that if you're going to spend that much money and you're not really even getting half of the big size of a candle, you should just yeah. go all in. Spend the money to get the candle you want and you'll enjoy that more than you will a small candle. Yeah. Because they're they're half the money and they're not half half the wa- half the candle wax. I know exactly what size it is. It literally looks like I'm a I'm in like Gulliver's Travels when I hold it. You're Andre the Giant <laughs> with like a beer in his hand. Is you with that teeny little candle? Listen, I I had it I had it burning for all the full episode of Plot Against America, which <laughs> not the best ending. Is it over now? Yeah, last night was the finale. Damn. I've always been slightly circling around it, but I just like can't bring myself to get into it. It was really good, but it it kind of, I mean. It's a bummer. No, it's just kind of like, I don't know. Winona had like 30 lines in the whole series, (laughs) which I loved. I feel like everyone's move with her is like keep the dialogue, her dialogue to a minimum. And that way you like maximize her presence. Mm-hmm. she's just in the background too much rope um, she might hang herself yeah my brilliant friend on the other hand is fucking popping the fuck off my brilliant friend such a my brilliant friend head now that i'm like going to order the books and i'm gonna need to read all of them because i cannot fathom like we're probably not gonna get another my brilliant friend for so long because of covid so i'm gonna need to get all the my brilliant friend goss that i can in the meantime maybe i'll start it start it i also Season watched one. i am love for the first time mm, haven't Real, seen it oh my god as a tilde head you owe it to I yourself i only watched um a, a, diff, a bigger splash last year oh i am love you'll like it a, a bigger splash fucked me up it was so good too dakota is so good in that movie She's so sexy. Yeah, and Tilda is so like she's Tilda is truly one of the greatest actresses we have. Yeah. She speaks fully Italian in I Am Love, PS. But that's amazing. But also just her not really speaking in a bigger spot, like that's wild. Mm-hmm. But the the ending of that movie, I guess it's not even like a twist, but I was it it shocked me. The way they the way they, the way like, they did handled it. everything. Wasn't it shocking? It was, but it was also very like realistic. I know, but like just knowing like I need to rewatch that movie. It's so and that guy Tilda's lover is so hot. Uh Matthias. Yeah. Is the hottest man 
in the world, I think. Who is he's like the son of someone, I think. Is he? Matthias mm-hmm. Schoenhartz. And he also spells his last name the same way that I spell the first part of my last name. Shane his name, I think, means beautiful heart. And my name means, or pretty heart. And mine means pretty neck. So basically what I'm saying is we belong together. And if we were to marry, I would take his last name. And it really wouldn't be a huge difference. Ugh. I used to Google him once a week just to look. His father is Julian Shanehartz. Who's that? He was a... A diplomat? No, he was a Belgian actor. Mm. Oh, so he's like an actor family. Julian, not as hot. Damn, he's so sexy. And he's 6'2". I know, it's insane. Have you seen um, his movie (sighs) that he did with Marion Cotillard? No. Rust and Bone? You need to see Rust and Bone. It is so good. Do you know who wrote that? Yeah. Nick Cutter. Nick Cutter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. A lot of geniuses collaborating. Where is Matias? I want to know how his core is going. Mm. I'm trying to think of celebrities that are having like a good core. I mean, probably all of them are having a great core. <laughs> but like a, a unproblematic core. Yeah. I mean, they're all quarreling with like a pool. Yeah. Which makes a big diff. I know. I wish that I had a pool, like, just that I could lay out. It would be nice to just, like, lay out in the sun. Yeah. I know. I mean, it, this week's going to be hot. I know. <sighs> if only hot weather killed COVID. <laughs> really? <laughs> COVID's like, mm-mm. <laughs> mm-mm honey. It's here to stay. Much like me. I, I need to I, I need to do a recommendation right now. Yeah, what is it? I have never been into The Walking Dead and we started watching Fear the Walking Dead, which is a spin-off. And it takes place in LA and the Mexican Baja, mm-hmm. uh, Mexicali. It is so addictive and good and it's like I watched a few episodes of The Walking Dead, like the normal one and it just, just feels like a bunch of like Trump supporters and fighting zombies so i'm not into it mm-hmm. fear of the walking dead is like really diverse it's most like the women are in charge and it's really good it's about this one family they're really dysfunctional one of the kids is a heroin addict and he's like staving off dope sickness like while the outbreak starts oh damn so, it's, so it shows you this family when la when you know the world is still normal and then you see it, the collapse of it Okay, I love I love like watching the collapse. It's good. Yeah. Okay, I'll watch it. It's great. We watched four seasons, and the the woman who plays the mom, Kim Dickens, you've probably seen her. She's like a pretty consummate character actress. Mm-hmm. She is so fucking good in the show, and she's like just such. There's really good actors in the show. Okay, and damn, there's four seasons already. There's five oh. seasons. Where have I been? But, but they're all like the family where I'm so maybe just because we're in quarantine, but I'm so attached to this family. And there's like Alan on shit in it. It's so real and good. And I just love seeing L.A. Like mm-hmm. it just makes me happy. And they just capture it really well. And it's just cool. And they go to like Mexico. So there's a lot of like race stuff. And it's just it's really interesting. And the other one just the other Walking Dead just felt like. Like, damn, we got to get out of these 
way are these walkers? And these people were like, <laughs> fuck, like we're, oh, it's so good. And, okay, I'm going to watch it. Because I there was one point in life where I like stumbled into a Walking Dead um, moment. moment, but it was like midway through the season, there was a marathon, like a random season, there was a marathon. And I think I was like on vacation somewhere. So I just watched like five episodes and I was kind of into it, but then never cared to return. But I could get in. I love a zombie anything. It's just, I love like a slow, like the first like two episodes are like slowly building into chaos. And mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, me too. It's very like Chernobyl. But there's this, the son is like, he's like, he's like the heroin addict. His name is Frank Delane. I think he was in, he played Voldemort, young Voldemort in one of the Harry Potter movies. He is so hot. And, <sighs> He just plays grungy. Like, he just plays the attic so well. And he's really sexy. And anyway, it's worth a watch. Okay, sounds great. I'm in. I want to recommend I watched Barton Fink this week, which was like an early Coen Brothers movie. And it's really good. John Turturro and John Goodman. Ugh. And it's like young John Turturro plays like a, he's like a playwright that's just like found Broadway success. And then he gets recruited by like a LA studio head to come out to like move out to Los Angeles and start writing for the pictures. And it all takes place in like the early forties and he moves to LA and like takes up residence in this really shitty hotel. And then is like, tap to write like a wrestling picture and he gets like crazy writer's block and it just kind of descends it's like a true la writer hellscape oh god it's like very stressful it's kind of like a horror movie in a lot of ways but it I was love it. really yeah you i think you would like it as like a fellow writer it is really it's great and like weird yeah, that la really netherworld like how yeah, how weird it is. I'll watch it. Okay. It was a good one. Speaking of good things to watch, should we this get episode, into it? Yeah, this episode was not that good. By the way, I'm Carrie. I'm Lara. And this is... <laughs> Sexy. Unique. Podcast. Tough Sicilian, Tough Sicilian bitches. bitches. Uh, yeah, this episode sucked. This episode sucked ass. It was like a setup yeah. episode. It's a shit-ass episode. I mean, the rest of the season is good. Yeah, but, but this was like... This is the second time they've done us dirty like this, where it's like, they need to talk. Will they talk? Are you going to yeah. talk? Let's talk about talking. Where are we going to talk? Sister, brother, sister, brother, sister-in-law, brother, 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 wife, wife, wife. Yeah, also, the next episode like, is so good. Okay, the I'm next episode, for that. The next episode is when the Judices take their friends to their cabin, their hunting cabin in like upstate New York. And the it's Catskills? So yeah. Great. Anyway, so we got our first glimpse of, or our second glimpse of Dolores, who becomes Dolores Catania, who is now like a fixture, real housewife. Oh, she is a housewife now. Wow. Yep, she's one of the main ones. Dang, um, way to go! She ha- was giving me housewife hair, housewife jewelry. Yep. I was into it. I saw great things. She's for her. pretty. Mm-hmm. So she comes over. She's Caroline's friend. She comes over to to talk to Caroline about her new radio show. Caroline has a radio show. It's called on um, 101.5 New Jersey 101.5. Ding. That was with a the theme song. Yeah. Not New York. 
not Philadelphia. Proud to be New Jersey. New Jersey 101.5. Bing! I felt so comforted by hearing that like radio intro. I know. I can't. It's soothing. It's very soothing. It brought me back to like when I was a young and listened to the radio all the time. And like it also just really like fed into my New Jersey fetish that I and have it just going. like you're right. It just, just takes you out of COVID. It took me way out of COVID and transported me to another land, a simpler land, the land of New um, Jersey. I love Caroline. Her show's called Caroline Rules, which I love. <laughs> which like blew Georgia, my mind. Georgia Rule. <laughs> also, it's like, where? Who came up with like something rules as like a thing? That's like not a thing. Caroline Rules. Caroline Rules, and then Georgia Rule, and then Vanderpump Rules. The pi- like, where? The picture of Caroline too is like, her arms are crossed, and she's like, mm-hmm. Caroline Rules. Like Caroline Rules. And she goes. She goes, oh, I hate that picture of me. Dolores is like, wow, look at you. You're on the, the site. Look at that. And she's like, oh, I hate the photo. <laughs> Caroline goes, I'm beginning to get terrified. Let's talk about that pie. And like she points to like the breakdown of the run of show, like pie chart that the network gave her. She goes, yeah. all this red Caroline talking. She didn't know I'd have to, I'd have to read the weather. <laughs> I'm nervous. <laughs> I love how nervous she is. She literally is like very nervous. Dolores and her do role play as like Tree and her, talking about her brother. She's like, okay, so let's pretend like I'm asking you for advice. So I'm going to be Tree talking about Joey. Yeah, she's LARPing. Dolores, Dolores, her LARPing is like convincing and good. Caroline is so flat. Yeah. She's, so, she's really uncharismatic. I also like when she's don't off, when she's on the spot. Care about her advice, and I don't think she actually yeah. gives good advice. Yeah, she gives like really self righteous, like kind of just vague, lousy advice. Yeah, I love also, also Teresa, like Dolores as Teresa going, Melania, stop fighting. I was like, yeah. damn, Melania's infamous. She is. She's infamous for just like fucking getting into fisticuffs. Melania is like. Melania is known in the area. She's known in the area like she's beaten the shit out of multiple people in the tri-state area. But you just the Teresa and her family like they are just that family. I'm telling you that just everyone everyone knows everything about. And they've done it to themselves. They have. That's oh, kind of sad. It's really sad. Teresa, like, it makes me uncomfortable to watch her after a certain period of time. Because I'm also fully believe that, like, maybe at one point she was pretty normal. And then she got into this relationship with Joe. And as they got, like, started drinking their own Kool-Aid and getting money, like, he became, she like, they brainwashed themselves. And now she's like totally, it's almost as though she speaks a different language from everyone else around her. Like she's cut off from the realities of the world. She's like has zero emotional intelligence and it's mm. like hard to watch. No, he, he, I think he fully Svengali'd her. Mm-hmm. 
and his own stupid and like not even a real because he's not smart but he just he somehow like brainwashed her i think but she wanted it too like she she, wants she she wants to be able to shop till she drops and like dress all the girls up and spend crazy amounts of money and have like a garish and disgusting house like all of this shit that she projects onto melissa and like tries to like call her out for being a gold she does it herself that's exactly her it's exactly right and she it's very like she you know she knew what she was doing she knew exactly what she was doing and she always There's she no kind of moment i think where, like, i think joe i think joe did have a lot of control over her but i also think that she willingly was she was a willing participant you know deep down even if you don't know the dirty details if you're getting dirty money you know deep down that the money is coming from somewhere sus yeah you may not and you know, acknowledge that. You may not. It may be just a small shred of a percentage in your soul that knows that. But you do have awareness of that. And also, you know, if you're spending it like she was, you know, at some point they're going to get caught. Yeah. So they were probably having like diarrhea all the time. Maybe I'd not, be, though. I think they were just stupid. I think they probably thought they could like get out of it or like the consequences wouldn't be as dire as they yeah. have been yeah but it's also just like it's crazy to watch all of this knowing where it wow, ends, right. where it all ends up what's coming because this is just the beginning rumblings and this is also when was this like 2010 2011 11. this is so long ago it's nine i can't believe it's gone on for this long it's been on for 11 years I know, but like their legal drama oh, has been oh, going yeah. on for almost 10 well, years. Well, that's what happens when you're $11 million in debt. That's insane. You guys. That's negative $11 million. Try not to get in debt. I know that it's very difficult, but like it will eat up years of your life. Like I was in debt and like got out of it, but it was like a year and a half, almost like a full two year process to become debt free. And it was nightmarish, but like, and that was like for not even any, even remotely near the amount of debt that the Judiciaries are in. Like it will truly ruin your life. It's like as bad as the oil yesterday, (laughs) (laughs) which when I saw the um, chart of the oil dropping, I swear to God, when I first saw it, I thought it was a map of L.A. Because mm-hmm. it like went down. You know how like Malibu's up there and it goes curves down like that? Oh, I didn't even see the map of oil dropping. Oh, God. Hold Wait, on. so are gas prices really cheap right now? Yeah, you can buy oil for like a dollar. Oh, my God. I'm going to go fill up my gas tank. Doesn't it look like LA? <laughs> Jesus Christ. Anyway. Anyways, don't just try not to get into debt. Or if you are in debt, in debt, just like try to manage it before it really takes over because it will destroy your life. And nothing is also- truly nothing is worth getting into that amount of debt. No car, sunglasses, shopping, house, not paying and Just your remember taxes. that there's. It's not worth if it. If, there are programs to help. There's some, there's tons of help and lots of places like you can look into like debt forgiveness or like manage it before you get to a Judice level. Yeah. But yeah, nine um, years still ongoing. Also, I love when they're role playing and they you can see like 
Carolyn has like a cherub angel in the background. <laughs> Guess it looks like one of the cherubs from The Haunting. She would decorate with like angels. Right. Um we They cut they cut to like they start gossiping about Teresa and Joe's like yard sale, basically, like government. They're having sanction. a sheriff they're having a sheriff sale, which is like that's you know you're in trouble when you have a sheriff sale. And they said I'm they showed Teresa's huge mirror that she's gonna have to sell, and I was really sad about that. I know. Because it's, I love that it's really, for them. It's really sad. Can you imagine having all, all your shit like in public, a public auction? Also, they said that all their belongings are only going to total $51,000. That's not that much money. I, I bet a lot of it was like knockoff. Yeah. Their house is like a... And I guess it's like all second, like it's like second hand. So it's not going to sell for like whatever the purchase price was. Their house is like downtown Disney. Mm-hmm. It's like in, it's like a really nice facade, and then you go in, and it's like a large empty space. Yeah, this is like, and it's just this is the beginning of the next ten years of their life. It's like crazy that all of this got documented. Yeah, but also great. great America for needed us. it. America needed it. A new quarter brings new goals, but what about your skincare goals? Small, easy changes in your routine can have amazing results, and your secret weapon should be Dime Beauty. Dime Beauty is clean, high-end skincare that is affordable, and it really works. Dime didn't sacrifice performance just to make it clean, either. And when I say clean, Dime is 100% transparent about every single ingredient, so you can use their products daily with confidence. I have been using Dime Beauty's TBT cream and their Dewy Daily Cream. TBT cream is a retinol alternative that I put on at night before I go to bed, and it's actually been making my skin look glowy and snatched, if I do say so myself. I've noticed that, and I think our listeners have noticed too, because I've been picking up on a bunch of TikTok comments that have been like, you're glowing recently. So hats off to Dime. No one has time to remember the order of a 10-step skincare routine. The work system from Dime Beauty has everything you need in one powerful package. It includes a gentle cleanser, a toner, two incredible serums, and two luxurious moisturizers. Plus, my favorite, Dime's TBT cream is finally back in stock. Check that out while you're there. Dime has over 2 million happy customers, and their product reviews are literally all five stars. This year, love your skin again. Go to DimeBeautyCO.com now and unlock your discount. That's DimeBeautyCO.com. Have you ever experienced a dry, itchy scalp or ever wondered why your color isn't lasting as long as your hairdresser promised? Unfiltered, mineral-filled water could be the reason why. Did you know that hard water is a leading cause of damaged hair and dry, irritated skin? And that about 85% of the United States uses hard water filled with dissolved minerals and added chlorine? That is where Canopy's new filtered showerhead comes in. Canopy, known for their beauty hacks and reimagined humidifier, has revolutionized the filtered showerhead. Dermatologists recommended this unique three-stage filtration system greatly reduces contaminants and odors in your shower water, leaving you with healthy hair and glowing skin. Best of all, the Canopy filtered showerhead is hassle-free. 
Installation is a breeze, and its unique quick-release filter replacement feature allows for seamless filter replacement, unlike any others on the market. Go to getcanopy.co to save $25 on your Canopy filtered showerhead purchase today with Canopy's hassle-free filter subscription. Even better, our listeners can use code SEXYUNIQUE at checkout to save an additional 10% off your Canopy purchase. Hurry! Your hair and skin will thank you. Are you ready to win Mother's Day and cement your reputation as the best gift giver in the family? Give the moms in your life an Aura digital picture frame preloaded with decades of family photos and you will rise to the top of the heap and you will be deified and worshipped for the rest of your days walking this planet. Because as anyone who has siblings know, that's the only goal on Mother's Day is to be the favorite. And if you're an only child, you're still competing with all your other extended family members and it's important to wage a war and come out on top. If you're an only child, you're also at war with yourself. So what you can do is get your mother or the preeminent mother figure in your life an aura frame. You load it up with photos. It's literally the easiest thing to do. And I know that you might be thinking, ew, digital frames are bleak. But I'm telling you, this aura frame is chic. And the best part is it has unlimited storage and an easy-to-use app, so you can keep updating your mother or mother figure's frame with new photos. So it's the gift that keeps on giving and uploading. I gave my mom an Aura frame, and she had resisted for so long because she's truly anti-technology like barely even understands how to facetime and i said just let me just let me and i set it all up for her i plugged it in i fired up the app i preloaded pictures on it and now she's so into it that she figured out how to preload pictures and even runs it from her app which is truly saying a lot because she refuses to download apps she thinks everyone's spying on her stealing her data and the fact that i was able to break through and she literally loves this frame like loaded it up with pictures of her cat i was like we did it joe Right now, Aura has a great deal for Mother's Day. Listeners can save on the perfect gift by visiting AuraFrames.com to get $30 off, plus free shipping on their best-selling frame. That's A-U-R-A-Frames.com. Use code SUP at checkout to save. Terms and conditions apply. Sibling fights are unavoidable, but what if every fight you had was under a microscope on a global scale? That's the reality for brothers Prince William and Prince Harry. They were each other's closest friends and allies since the death of their mother, Princess Diana. But that all began to crack as they married and took wildly different approaches to their royal duties. Wondery's podcast, Disintel, is hosted by comedians Sidney Battle and Matt Belisai. Each episode unpacks one of pop culture's most iconic celebrity feuds, and they recently took a deeper look into the real reason William versus Harry started. It's actually much bigger than these two brothers, stretching back into the history of the British monarchy. Did their feud start with the royal family's mistreatment of Meghan Markle, or was it something that started much earlier? Follow Disintel on the Wondery app or wherever you get your podcasts. Then we get to the the, Gorgas. Their actual beautiful mansion that's super tacky. (laughs) Paid Um, for. That's paid for. Melissa's dressing Joe to go meet Tree for to sit down and discuss their their feud she picks out a peach bellini colored shirt <laughs> a massive gucci belt and jeans there's there's a moment when joe walks out of the dressing room as she's walking in and he he just is trying to get by her but he grips her and there's something about it i was like i want the, like i want him <laughs> to grip me as he walks by me i want the grip 
he takes his shirt off in the closet and i was like drooled he's so hot he's so hot also i love how they have three like gnarly crucifixes over their bed <laughs> truly they, exorcist. it is exorcist i love it melissa and the first thing she says in the scene she is we're making peace today thank you jesus thank you jesus but their their room is like weirdly monastic mm-hmm. is that That's like an italian sexy. thing like a catholic thing maybe i think that there's a lot like there's often over the bed crucifixes it's crazy um joe's getting all dolled up and then we we cut to Teresa getting ready and the way Teresa talks about melissa is like there is such hatred yeah she grits her teeth while she talks about her like she's she is so conflicted and angry about melissa yeah and deeply misogynistic she goes a wife makes it and a wife breaks it like blaming I know. What all the this fuck on was Melissa, that? and it's like no, like a lot of this is just like your negative feelings about Melissa. That's not true. Like, what the fuck is she talking about? Just like blaming, like saying that if there's the a problem with you and your family, look at the someone's wife that just married in. That is not Melissa's smoke? problem. Where there's smoke, there's a woman. You know, it's like. <laughs> yeah. She wants, basically, she wants Joe to choose her over Melissa. Yeah. That's so unhealthy. It's, it's not like a sexual thing. It's just like a, like, she is just one of these people that can't, everyone in Teresa's life, she has to be number one. Mm -hmm. Her parents, it's her, her husband, you know, all her, so Joe is like, like, I mean, I guess she is, but he still like cheats on her and stuff. Well, but like she that's her you know he married her so it's like yeah. ostensible objectively but J- joe is like the only person whose world doesn't revolve around her mm-hmm. it revolves around melissa and Teresa can't handle that because she's so like she's such a raging narcissist yeah it's unreal they meet for dinner at portofino's and tree looks like she's dressed for a date i know <laughs> Teresa's putting on like a crow crow like <laughs> A crow fur and a like fur. a vampy lip. <laughs> yeah, Teresa's like getting like all dolled up. Yeah, it's really and like also this whole conversation is so awkward, partially because there's like bright camera light shining on them and the rest of the restaurant looks pretty dim. And then and they're like in the corner and it's also packed. It's like peak dinner time energy. They're sitting they like go to, next to a table of like 12. They go to Portofino's, which I want to go to. Looks I know, so good. I'm dying. Oh, I can't wait to go to Jersey. Please, God, if you're out there, let me go to fucking New Jersey for the love of you. Gorga, Joey Gorga sits down and Teresa looks at, she goes, <laughs> like she watches him as she sits down. And I was like, damn, she is so charged. She's so charged. She's like, she gets into this. She like disassociates. She momoed a little. She did momo, but she like wouldn't let it get to like a violent place of momo. But it, she, you can tell when she's gone total mo. Yeah. And Joe, Joey reads her letter that she wrote him, which is maybe one of the worst letters of all time. And it's mm-hmm. like, I'm sorry if I hurt you and your family. And then he goes, what do you mean by that? 
And she goes, Joe's ready. Joe's ready to dice. He's ready to go in. Yeah. Cause like the whole thing Melissa said to him before he left is like, she needs to take responsibility and accountability for her actions and, and really like own how she has hurt our family. So he's like, what do you mean by that? And Teresa goes, um, you tell me. Yeah, totally. (laughs) She flips, she flips it right back on him. She, volleys that tennis ball right back his way that would drive me crazy i can't believe they kept their cool because i would be like i would flip my fucking shit if someone acts acts like that to me it's like kellyanne status of just flipping it back on you but like well, it what makes do you mean no by that sense even what do you no, mean by just... that um you tell me no i just have fucking asked you can you just tell me what you yeah. fucking meant by that also the wine cut co- i love when Teresa shows strokes or bangs away <laughs> i love a side swept bang yeah and then they start fighting and she's like um she starts they start like going through their like history mm-hmm. she goes i used to put my brother before my husband and i was like well that's bizarre yeah and then she goes then in the midst of this she finds time to blame kathy mm-hmm because Kathy told her, she goes, Kathy told me not to put my brother before my husband. So I kind of blame her for this. And Anything it's like, to no, get out Kathy, of having to take any personal responsibility. But Kathy also was giving you great advice. Yeah. I mean, regardless of whether or not, I mean, the your partner always comes first. Once you get into a relationship, that person, you choose them over family honestly yeah and i like that is how it should be and if like their family or if your family is being like who's it gonna be like them or us like you if you're in a partnership you owe it to that person to like choose them and take a stand and it can be really uncomfortable and i mean obviously it's like different i'm not like taking into account like abusive relationships or anything like that but no i know i know what you're talking about yeah like i'm talking about just like a relationship like sometimes your family will be like we don't like her like blah 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 and like talk shit it's up to you to be like this is the person i've chosen you Mm -hmm. either get on board or get the fuck out it's not like sorry this is my person now it's very like the wrestler Mm -hmm. or the or the fighter Sorry. Yeah. Like, I was like, it's, I just blindly agreed with that. I was like, I love where you're no, no, no. at. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that period where there are just movies called like The Boxer, The Rest. Yeah. No, but the, the the fighter when like Mark Wahlberg's mom and sister's like, you got to choose us over her. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that, that clan thing. Yeah. Um, it's like, no, that's actually deeply no. unhealthy that you would ask me to do that. It's really, it's defying boundaries and is against nature. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but um, Joe starts bringing up. He's like brings up the christening, which it's been a month since the christening, which is wild. Like they've been like kind of simmering in this aftermath tension for 30 plus days. And he's like, imagine if that happened to your kid's party. Whoa. Ho. <laughs> which oh, really which is like. so true. Oh, yeah. And Teresa's like, nah, wow, wow, well, yeah, yeah. And he's like, your, your, he's like, he's like, your husband would not talk to any of us ever again. Like, it's such a hypocrisy. Yeah. Um, Tree also in, starts like going through 
how Melissa and Joe met at the Jersey Shore, which was so cute. Well, he first saw her in Cancun. He goes, I first saw Melissa in Cancun. She was wearing a leopard bikini. <laughs> then I saw her later at the Jersey Shore. I said, I'll give you a beautiful life. I'll put you on a pedestal. He basically like pledged his forever love to Melissa and said, like, he'll do anything for his princess. Which you kind of love. Why wouldn't she? She was like, all right. Teresa also, like, Teresa alludes to, like, Melissa maybe breaking up Joe's prior engagement. And and she's like, she married him for his money. And I'm like, bitch, what do you think you do? Yeah. Like, you did the same. This is about you. You're talking about yourself. Mm-hmm. She was like... They got together. With the craziest part was that Joe has been engaged like three times before Melissa. Yeah, he's addicted to love. But then I he also found love someone that he could that was like down. So good for him. She also talks about Kathy again, and she's like, "Me and Kat- Kathy got me ready for my sweet sixteen. And then they cut to Kathy in the eighties. <laughs> I go. I wrote Kathy was the nineteen eighties. She was her like, flashback. Her hair, she looked like that movie Hysterical Blindness with Uma Thurman and Juliette Lewis. <laughs> she looks, this is like fully her Robert Smith cosplay. It was insane. It was wild. And like, but okay, so Melissa apparently moved in with Joe a month after they started dating. And that's what Teresa yeah. is like all up in arms about. But I'm like, okay, yes, that's fast. But if you're fully committed to someone, you're like, we're going to get married and like be together forever, then I guess just move in together. Like you might as well just like start the just get the ball rolling. She knows every date. She's like moved in in November, engaged by May, married in December. Like she just I was like, damn, she's. And, you know, they just gossip about that. Like she gossips about that with like her mom and other family members and like still for sure gets back to that but it's also someone brought this up later in the episode where it's like they've been together now for like six or seven years or something like that and like have a bunch of kids like they're happy like it all worked out for them they have a beautiful yeah. life the fuck is your problem you're just a jealous hater um joe brings up that he's never been invited to a book signing <laughs> and Teresa goes book signings are not to get invited to <laughs> i wrote what a quote she goes did you come to my book party and he goes i didn't know has anyone in our family ever wrote a book <laughs> also so then tree then we find out the real story behind that letter melissa wrote the reason melissa wrote that letter saying good luck god bless you and your and your redone home is because <laughs> tree said the only reason joe and melissa built their home was because they had a loan so, like, Melissa was pissed, and, and Joe's like, well, he's like, you, I mean, look, what, like, it's, there's an effect of, cause and effect of everything you do. And Teresa goes, oh, so tit for tat. And Joe Gorga goes, he goes, yous are both the same. Yous are both flashy. Yous are both competitive. Why don't the woman step up to the plate? Why don't the woman step up to the plate he and do the right too. thing? I was dead at that. He says woman, too. Why don't the woman step up and do the right thing? He's he goes, in Team Star. These are both flashy. These are both competitive. Why don't the woman step up to the plate? 
These are both flashy. It's so hard for Teresa to articulate herself. Yeah, she gets too I mean, flustered and then she can't speak correctly. I mean, I know English is her second language, but like... I think it's an ESL thing. And like flustered. I do too. Because jo- Joe's pretty articulate. Joey Gorga? Joey Gorga's articulate. Well, maybe he learned English at a, at a younger age. Yeah, that's true. He is younger. You mean he's seven, what, seven years younger than her? Like he probably... so crazy. I know. So they they don't solve anything and they just part ways. <laughs> I mean, they kind of like make up. They agree to like make up. Yeah. But it but also obviously, seems like tensions are still going strong. Yeah, we know this is a shaky union. Then we go to Bob and Carol Heise's house. Yeah, so... The Gorga accountants. The Gorga family accountants. <laughs> I was like, this is some Ozark shit. Yeah, they're cooking the books for sure. Kathy's talking about Teresa and she's like, she's like, you know, a lesson to learn from this is that reckless spending gets you in this position. She goes, you learned that in the sandbox, honey. <laughs> like, like, Do you learn that in the sandbox, honey? What? That she also says about the Heises. She goes, the Heises are not traditional Italians. I need to cook for her, show her a few things. Cause they, she like, does not like Carol's co- cooking. She has like a private chef and, Kathy was very judgmental of that. Yeah. And then Kathy is also wearing like one feather earring, which I, I really know, appreciated her like fun and fancy free moment. Kath- Kathy and I bet Kathy and Rich went to Burning Man one year. Mm-hmm. They fully burned. She's so psycho about like food though. Yeah. She's very like, you need to know, but I would take a cooking lesson from Kathy 100%. Me too. And then they're talking about Tree and Carol weighs in and she goes, she never says hello to me. And I invited her to my sister's party and she never RSVP'd. My daughter's birth. Oh, her name is oh, my Kim. daughter. Kim. Kim Heiza. She goes, she never says she. Uh, well, she goes, I think her name is Carol. <laughs> she looks like a Carol. Not to like, I'm not trying to like <laughs> course correct. But um, Melissa goes, Kim, you, you know, my, my brother's wife, my brother's sister. And she goes, yeah, she never says hi to me. And she invited, I invited her to my daughter's birthday and she never RSVP'd. <laughs> and I Damn. was like, oh, they're so careless. The Gorg, like the G, like they're just careless, careless people. That's really yeah. what it is when it comes like, I know people like that who just like, there's like families with like a bunch of kids and like the parents never like were, they never like engaged and like didn't know mm-hmm. who was ever like at the, you know what I mean? Yeah. They just don't care about anyone but themselves. Yeah. Then when it comes to their parties, it's like, you better be there. Yeah. Yeah, it's annoying. Mindless spending will catch up to you eventually. Yeah, I said my notes. I was like, Tree Tree thinks she's better than everyone. She's the most important person. And her relationship with Joe has fucked her up in the head. And now she's just living in a fantasy world. Oh. Bob and Kim are also like fake names. They're, I'm telling you, it's like, it's truly the bird family from Ozark. Yeah, they have big Ozark energy. <laughs> big Ozark energy. B-O-E. Um, Bo. Bo. Then so then we cut to <laughs> the Manzos. Caroline. Caroline's getting ready to go to her, her show in Trenton. And Albert is in like a robe. <laughs> 
And Caroline goes, should I be nervous for my radio show? And Albert goes, you're not a moron. It's radio. How hard can it be? <laughs> hey. Like, Damn. Good read. All right. She goes, I'm basically walking in like a lunatic, sitting down, having one-hour radio show, not knowing if anyone's going to call. Uh, <laughs> who's going to call? Who's going to call? Um, then Jacqueline takes her range over to Tree's House of Horrors. Yeah. To talk shit about Melissa. I just love that. You're not a moron. It's radio. How hard can it be? He said that I go, cool, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and Teresa, uh, Carolina guy goes, I didn't know I was going to have to read the weather. The traffic, the weather. The traffic, the weather. Uh, Al- Albert also pie. calls her, he also calls her Chubbs. Uh, I'm like, <laughs> well, they're both Chubbs. Goes, yeah, it's kind of cute. It's Lauren cute. comes in. Lauren has a cold. I love that Lauren's the one that now has to like take Caroline and like hold her hand through this whole process. Lauren, I have to say this before we even go into Lauren should have her own radio show. Yeah. I thought she Lauren was, was going to get to like be a guest on Caroline's show. No. No. It's just oh, for mother. That's for mommy. You got to drive me. You got to listen. You better listen. No talk. Um, yeah. Jacqueline. Also, when over to the Judice's house. Melania is creeping in the corner watching, which I loved. Casually snooping. Hey, you better... No snitching, Ma. I'm watching you. Dad told me to keep an eye on you. We ain't gonna talk about any of money shit. Snitches get stitches. Snitches. She holds up a... (laughs) (laughs) She holds like a... Like a... Peeler. Yeah. She has like... Full-blown like brass knuckles on. Hey, Ma. What we talk about? You keep the coin talk between us and the family. Jacqueline is in blood. You shut the fuck up. Snitches get stitches, tree. She just They're calls her sitting... tree now. <laughs> yeah, tree. Hey, tree. You shut the fuck up. They're also sitting at like a kid table. Yeah, it's a it's a whole weird vibe. And then Joe calls her in the middle of their Caroline or Jacqueline and Tree's little moment to go. And he goes, everything on CNN isn't true. Which means it absolutely is true. Hold on, I had a clip I want to I want to play. That's what made you start I thinking maybe she would love your brother. That it was just like for money. Yeah, like the gold digger. You know that song? But now I mean they've been together. <laughs> you know that song? Yeah, you know that song. There's a, she says there's a gold digger. You know that song? And then you see Teresa kind of trail off. <laughs> Like she's like she's thinking about it. Yeah. But they're sitting at like his little kid. I, and I was like, oh, did the auction happen already? Have they gotten rid of all their furniture? And they have to like sit at like a child's table in their kitchen. I don't know. If your partner calls you to tell you that everything you're about to see on CNN isn't true, you need to understand that it's absolutely <laughs> true and you need to file for divorce. Um. Also, she's like, they moved in after a month and you see... Jacqueline she goes yeah that's fast and then I was like that's like her and Chris yeah her and Chris literally like she was basically knocked up the second she knocked her up yeah and then Um, we find out that Jacqueline like everyone's kind of had their own hardships with in-laws and that Jacqueline punched Caroline eight years ago yeah when they they got into like a full fist fight (laughs) 
I, I would love pay if I be- was the creator of devs, I would go back to Caroline and Jacqueline's. Me this too. Night. I'd go back to that and I'd go back to when Danielle got arrested for her affiliation with the cartel. <laughs> yes. I'd go with their pistol whipping someone. Yeah. Um, Teresa calls Melissa and then it became fully clear to me that she is the adult version of Melania. She like, is. The way they speak is so similar. Mm-hmm. She goes, you know, I met with Joey. Now I want to meet with you. I was like, okay, such an inviting proposition. Such a real phone call. Melissa's on the other end. She's just like, hi. <laughs> like she, she clearly just like helped the kids with something, and she's like kind of tired, breathless, mm-hmm. breathless mom energy, taken by surprise. Hi. Hi. What's hi. Up? What are you doing? Um. So then we cut to back to Trenton. 101.5. Trenton, New Jersey. Caroline is so nervous, and Lauren loves seeing her nervous. Mm-hmm. Caroline's nervous energy is, like, translated into her hair, which is truly wild. Yeah, she's, she's like, undone in this moment. <laughs> she's She's also blown. so... She's really bad. She's terrible. She is, she's, like, stumbling on her words. It's really awkward. Lauren's just staring at her. I wrote, where were you when Caroline first broadcasted? I was in college. (laughs) I was probably home for winter break. Her nervous energy was kind of endearing to me, but then she took it to cringe level. Yeah. Because she's like, she can't even like make small talk. And that's where I thought, oh, like maybe she'll talk to her daughter for a little bit or like have her daughter weigh in. And then she's just like filling silence. She's like, so yeah, it's just amazing. And uh, what a great day. And uh, I'm Caroline. And uh, it's good to be here. And uh, it's not our first. uh, Do we have a call yet? It's like, yeah, she's like, don't leave me hanging. (laughs) Yeah, Lauren, I think the mom daughter thing would be really fun to listen to. Yeah, like I have my daughter here. This is how I got ready today. I was nervous. But then she like, just tell a fucking story say anything except just like stuttering and asking if there's a call then all of a sudden someone calls in and she goes and then caroline goes nicole and trenton <laughs> her savior yeah so that she gets she gets like a little more of the hang of it and i i love cuts to melissa and jacqueline driving to wherever the fuck they're going in the mm-hmm. night and to jacqueline's house and it, they're just like driving around and i'm like and then you see kathy listening to her and i'm like damn everyone <laughs> listens to the radio in this area like yeah this is early like 1940s the 1940s kathleen 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 sitting in her room like next to her dresser listening to the radio was truly iconic that's me in quarantine when i listen to a podcast it was it was very like 10 things i hate about you yeah, Caroline tells someone she gives terrible advice where like someone's hot beefing with their mother-in-law and she goes, make it work. <laughs> the woman's like, like okay. okay. Okay, thanks. And then as she's saying that, you hear Teresa go, easy for you to say, Caroline. <laughs> <laughs> then someone called in and asked a really sad question. She was like, I love 
that's 42 pounds. And with the holidays coming up, how are you going to stop yourself from eating? And she goes, <laughs> she said something like, you want to eat a cake, but instead of eating a cake, you don't eat it. I was like, what? What was her advice? It was like, don't eat. I thought she said, like, I feel so good eating cake that I can't not eat it. Like, she basically was like, I'm going to eat whatever I want. And I was like, I relate. (laughs) I also love just hearing Caroline say, wintry mix. (laughs) Wintry mix. (laughs) There's going to be a wintry mix coming. (laughs) Then Kathy cuts to Kathy and she's literally folding like a tie-dye scarf. And I was like, this is me. Kathy and I are one. I love her listening to Caroline, like, hmm, like sitting and being like, hmm. that makes sense. All right. I see where she's coming from. She goes. Yeah. And then someone's like talking about. Uh, yeah. And then it just ends. <laughs> she goes outside and she goes, she, <laughs> she goes up to the lobby of the radio place and she goes, I need a hug. Someone hug me. I need hugs. Unprofessional. Why are you yeah. asking these men, your like bosses, to hug you? So bizarre. Ugh, this made me miss the holidays, and I'm like so not a holiday person. And then I, I was know. like, jo- I was like craving holiday energy. <sighs> me too, and I'm going to be back in Jersey for it. And <sighs> I hate quarantine. I hate that we're having it in as spring turns into summer. Why yeah. couldn't this have fucking happened like right after daylight savings time or something? It's insane. It's fully fucked up. So then the next day, Caroline goes over there. Kathy goes go to, to Melissa's first. Oh, she goes dressed, to Melissa's to get prepped and her, her like one of her sisters comes. Dressed like Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> Kathy is fully dressed like the she king is. of pop. She's channeling. <laughs> <laughs> and then Jacqueline's over. Teresa comes over to Jacqueline's and they're getting ready and Caroline comes in and Jacqueline goes, you want Italian sweet, sweet cream or French, or French vanilla in your coffee? And Caroline goes, I don't care. <laughs> Caroline's so over it. She does yeah. not want to be within like a hundred yards of Teresa's family drama. Teresa comes over. Caroline was Carol- trying to leave before even, Tree even got there. But she, she intercepted Caroline. And Carol- you could tell Caroline was like, fuck. Yeah, she's just like, god damn it. So she like lays into Teresa and she's like, you need to fix this. You need to mend this relationship with your brother. And she goes, when you see your brother horsing around on the floor with your kids, that's where you'll find your happiness. I was like, (laughs) (laughs) when you see your brother horsing around on the floor with your kids, that's where you'll find your happiness tree. I love horsing around. Horsing around. She goes, put your big girl panties on and fix this. Fix this. And she like runs out. She and she runs out. out and drives her her car into a ditch by a field. Mm-hmm. Gets out of the car, has like a little gash in her head, and she's like bleeding a little, but she's like fine. Mm-hmm. And then she just stumbles around a field, like <laughs> nearby, like she, and then just falls asleep. And it's like this cold, kind of wet, cold field. Yeah. And she falls asleep, and when she wakes up, it's like dusk. And Caroline's like, she gets up and she goes, "Holy Toledo, how long was I out?" And then, like, this crow nearby just goes, I gotta get home. I gotta get home and cook. I gotta cook. I gotta clean. I gotta cook. I got. And then, and then, uh, and she goes, but maybe just a quick little snooze again. And then she (laughs) falls asleep again. She just falls asleep in the middle of this, like, 
field in North Jersey. She naps for a while with a light concussion. <laughs> she sleeps through the night and then shows up the next day when Albert's like wandering around in his robe. And he's like, I'm hungry. I didn't eat anything last night. Where's my coffee? And Caroline just like doesn't, he doesn't even acknowledge that she was gone. That she has like a gash and that yeah. she's like kind of damp. Yeah. She's like, she's I'll, like make I'll make it. Honey. I'll make it right now for my honey. For my, for my chubs. I love when like someone like you're used to one person in the partnership is used to getting like taken care of and everything made for them. And then they like, yeah. can't function a single bit once the other yeah. person's gone. I love it. I love it. And then uh, Tur- Jacqueline's like, aren't you? She goes, are you nervous? She's like, I feel like I need a drink. <laughs> and then you see Jacqueline pour like gallon of baileys into her cough i'm like Kath- jacqueline's just using this as an excuse to get wasted yeah i'm like i see exactly what game you're playing right now jack and Teresa goes i'm as calm and cool as a whistle that is truly not a common or a cool <laughs> thing <laughs> esl and that's it and that's that they tease us this fight they're gonna drag it out so melissa's gonna come over and they're gonna have a little Sister, sister spat. But they yeah, they really, they really tease us. I hate like a setup. It's like enough. I didn't want to know about Caroline rules. <laughs> Caroline rules. Make it work. Make it work. When you see your brother horsing around on the floor with your kids, <laughs> that's where you find you happy. Now put on your big girl panties and make it work. Fix it. I feel too good eating cake to not eat it. <laughs> I feel good. <laughs> I see that cake and I feel too good not to eat it. So I'm going to eat my cake and have some too. You know what they say. Don't be sad. All right, Caroline. Caroline rules. Caroline rules. That's just Caroline ruling again. I'd be be on as her like like gay gay, (laughs) sidekick who just goes, Caroline rules. Caroline rules. Am I right? Is what you say every time she finishes giving advice. Caroline rules. Caroline rules for you. Don't be sad. I feel too good eating cake to not eat it. I feel too good. Well. Well, and so it is. So it is. But um, tune in next week. Stay tuned for more core content from two people that you truly love. And uh, follow Carrie at eCario. Ecaro. Follow Lars at Lars Marie. And, uh, you know, sign up for bonus episodes. There's, if you're in like a true zone where you need more and more and more and more and more sex unique content, the good news is that there is, there's weeks, maybe months worth of bonus content that's just like premium bonus episodes. There's a whole Vanderpump Rules season one and two recaps on Patreon. There's also, I put every single Pumped Podcast episode on Patreon so you can hear from the beginning when I first ever started podcasting. And it's only $5 a month. So if you go to patreon.com slash podcast, you can get all of that and it will keep you company during these troublesome times. Seems like a good deal to me. It's a great deal. And also we Um, have merch for sale. Merch for sale. Which you can get at sexyuniquestore.com and rep the Federation. 
Rep the Federation. The Federation. Federation. The Federation. And thanks to you for your time. Thank you. We should be in Chicago right now. No, we should be in New York. No. Yes. Yeah. We should be in New York right now. Tomorrow would be our New York show on the 22nd. Damn. A fucking Damn. So, tomorrow we would have been having a sold out show at the Gramercy Theater. Yeah. And then the next but day would have been my birthday. I would fell have been, down like the stairs. <laughs> said you fell down the stairs and I thought I lost my wallet this morning. <laughs> so things have taken a turn. <laughs> my you, brilliant friend. My brilliant friend. Ciao, Lenu. <laughs> Ciao, Lenu. Ciao, Lila. You can but, also yeah, just, get cameos from us. We're both, yeah, on we're cameo. both on cameo. We're giving Try you cameo. The get cameo goods. We're doing that cameo thing. We're singing for our supper over here at Sexy Unique Podcast. It's what we do. Um, love and light to you. Love and light to you. And love Bye. and light to all of you. Bye. Bye.